Uh, cool down. <laughs> what, were you, what were we saying there, Jess? I said Cr I highly crystal recommend. I highly recommend crystal light for your cool down after you pole fit or stripper fit. And uh, you, with the, some gin or some vodka. 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 Uh, this happens to be Burnett's plastic bottle vanilla flavored vodka. You cannot get a better vanilla flavored vodka in glass, just FYI. So pay your $12.99 and suck it up. Duly noted. And it mixes well with Crystal Light. Everything mixes well with Crystal Light, baby. <laughs> uh, we used to, so fun story. We used to uh, buy absinthe and then uh, mix it with Crystal Light and then just get fucking shit canned in, yeah. uh, in college. That was, that was, Good oh. Time. That was 20 years ago. Shut up. That's Good not count. Good That's times. Not I don't know. All right. That was like five years ago for me, guys. <laughs> Welcome back. Well, you obviously heard Jess. Uh, Jess, how are you doing? I'm fabulous. Of course you are. MJ, how are you? I'm also fabulous. Yeah, you are. Did you guys uh, have good fourths of July? I had a fantastic first of July, second of July, third of July, fourth of July I took off, fifth of July I was still recovering. Fair enough. MJ, how about you? You I celebrate also America? had a very lazy 4th of July and uh, I had an opportunity to go to a barbecue and I just said, no, I need some MJ time. So I stayed home. I, I cooked for myself and just kind of watched some reruns. I cooked burgers for my dad tonight. Me Ooh. and my old pops. He got to meet his grandbaby dog, Silvio. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Uh, I, I did. I did some things uh, this week and went up to Duluth. You and then, for eight. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, we have, was in uh, northwestern Wisconsin for most of the second half of the week. Um, and uh, then yeah, I came was back. Uh, it, was, it was a it was a burial because we we're burying the ashes. So it was great. Um, lots of people, probably about fifty people, fifty family people of, 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 of my wife, uh, wife's family. Um, they were there, they were there. There was fun time. There was lots of kids running, running around. It was, you know, it was a, it was as, a um, 
her grandfather would have enjoyed. It was a, it was a party. It was it was a reunion of of a family, and and I got to meet a bunch of people that I had never met before, catch up with some people on, on her side of the family that I don't we very rarely see because they all live in middle of fucking nowhere, Wisconsin. We don't go there very often, so it was fun. Um, and then, yeah, saw Minneapolis City game on the Wednesday before. Came back and then literally like got back into town, dropped all of her shit off, dro- like left our kids with uh, Anna's uh, sister and brother. No, no, her sister, my her sister and brother, and then we're basically like, all right, we're going to the soccer game. See you. And because uh, <laughs> um, her her parents, her parents weren't back in town quite yet, but it was great. We and we went saw soccer, and then woke up Sunday, and then we had I had uh, my family wanted to do something on for Fourth of July, so we had actually ended up going to uh, Lake Josephine, which is a gorgeous <laughs> lake neck of the woods yeah it's it, it's fantastic they have uh, lots of it's like good fishing um nice beach all that anyways we spent and spending a few hours there with my family and pretty much all of anna's family who's in town right now uh and then yeah today uh i yeah cooked uh for uh all of, pretty much all the the family so eight people um nine people including ragnar uh, cause I didn't, I didn't include the 10th because Clara doesn't eat from, uh, daddy's milk. He eats from mama's milk right now. So daddy's uh, milk sounds gross. Please don't ever does. use that phrase again. Anyways. So yeah, so it's, been, I, I, so, I, it's a recommendation that I strongly <laughs> encourage you take. Yeah. Daddy's milk is called whatever daddy's making. So, um, so yeah, so it's been a, it's been a, it's been an interesting, uh, somewhat relaxing, somewhat, uh, kind of stressful weekend you so. for eight that's not yeah. a fun thing yeah. well what good thing you had a man child you should have another man child just because this world needs more more boys raised by men who know how to be sensitive and domestic ragnar knows how to be sensitive um i'm not sure about domestic he's gone back huh uh all right so and, all right and you as well mj i just didn't think you were on the production train no, I'm not, not on the production train. That's a good Me way to either. describe someone who's, uh, you know, you know, oh, you, they're not on the production train. That's, you know, whatever, which is fine. It's pop, you can't stop. That's what I hear. All right. Well, let's, let's <laughs> jump here. We have actually, we have a lot to talk about. Um, but if you want to uh, support the work that we're doing, uh, patreon.com slash the Dave's I know to help support the Dave's that, you know, we are in the middle of distributing our red card rye beers. Um, if you want to get involved, you absolutely can. Again, it starts at three bucks a month. Um, and these beers are made by the super awesome people at Hop Clouds, um, specifically Christian Fitchett, uh, who does really amazing work for us. Um, really, really amazing. And I think maybe I might get a beer named after me. So tell them that you want a beer named after me. We're, we're, and it should we're, be. We are working um, on the next beer, and we're, and we're hoping to name it after Jess. So. Uh, <laughs> That is a that is a thing. Uh, please uh, support us however you can. If even if you don't want the beer, you can still support if you us. Want, um, if you want handmade cross stitch? I do that. If you want maybe an embroidered 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 tea towel, I could do that or a bread right. towel. You make your own. Just bread. just stop. Stop. Let's, stop. let's let's have some conversations. We can make these levels at the of the at the Patreon. Um, but even if you are, if you like, you want to support the podcast, but you don't want the beer, but you want to give that beer to somebody, or you want us to give that beer to somebody in the Twin Cities, we're absolutely, absolutely 
happy to do that as well. This is just a, a thing that we were, we're trying to do to encourage people to support us and to, and to help sort of um, acknowledge the support. So patreon.com slash the days I know and help support the Daves that you know. All right, let's jump into this game. The what the hell just happened? Uh, San Jose. So Minnesota United two, San Jose Earthquakes two. Um, first half was... It was weird. I'm just, I'm just gonna, you know, I was there. I was, uh, in my same, my son James, same general location as I was when I uh, was blasted by Babelo. But like four seats over, or four like sec, like stands over. Um, and then I, I, I had friends that were sitting in like, or you know, standing in the the places where I was, and they're like, wait. We're, are we standing exactly where Babylo blasted you? I was like, yes, you were standing. Yes, exactly yes where you are. You. So, That's on. Um, anyways, the first half was weird, and it started off. San Jose really took it to Minnesota for most of the first 15, 20 minutes of the game, and they were rewarded with a goal in the fifteen minute, fifteenth minute. Um, Christian Espinoza uh, just absolutely pants Tabasi and passes it to Cade Cowell um, with a uh, oncoming Tyler Miller. Uh, passes it to Kate Kyle, who just literally just passes it into the goal um, in spite of uh, Michael Boxel's best efforts. Uh, MJ. Well, the first thing that happened was that Debassi didn't have a good pass forward. So he decided to turn and pass it to Tyler Miller. And it's a back pass. And he gaspers it. He hits it with such low weight. I mean, this is it's so tiny. Like, like he puts like no oomph on the, on this ball. And so Espinoza just says, thank you very much. And if you're playing as one of the back four players, or in this case, one of the back three players, you kind of need to know that Espinoza is pressing you. Like you should know where that fucker is. Also, we talked about him at, on uh, last week's pod as someone to watch out for. And I know all the loon players listen to this pod. So they should know. They should know to watch out for Christian fucking Espinoza. And there's there's at least one intern who listens to this podcast. And I and I and I pity I pity that intern. Uh, intern pity the um who whomever you are, uh if you want to uh send us an email at the Daves I know he probably fakes it. He like listens to 30 seconds and then he fast forwards and he listens I mean, maybe, to 30 seconds. Maybe, like, here, here's the thing. If, if intern, if you are listening, send us an email at the Daves I know MN at gmail.com. We will not reveal uh your identity, your identity but I will give you beer. I will give you a beer. We and will. It may not be I don't care if you're 21 or not. I will give you beer. I don't need to know how old you are. If I'm not even going to ask you. And you're age. just writing it for funsies. But if you're listening to this fucking podcast and you are the intern, you, it needs to come from your uh, Minnesota United email address. I don't want fucking people emailing me. But if it comes from uh, Minnesota kinda, United, I kind of want fucking people emailing you. Email. Well, I mean, listen, I we, I put out the email many times. I, and no one's fucking emailed me. So <laughs> today's I, I know. I meant at gmail.com. If they're under 21, I will buy that person the non-alcoholic beverage of their choice. Oh, I'm gonna, I, I, I will give them I will give them beer. I don't care. If, a bread towel Gatorade. I don't care. Like all right. you deserve something uh, uh, that you can actually all right. consume. So if you have to listen to us. Counties. So move, moving along. Um uh Tyler Miller came off his line, uh, which I which I, 
I was literally standing right behind the goal. I thought it was a terrible decision. Uh, watching the replay, I thought it was a terrible decision. Um, I think Tyler Miller uh, definitely, like, he was put in a really bad position by what happened with Debasi, right? Yeah. Um, do not, do not begrudge him of that because if he stays, Espinosa probably takes a shot at him. So he was caught in between no man's land. So I don't necessarily put a like hundred percent of this goal on Miller. I think I put like 35% of this goal on Miller because I think he could have, he could have come out uh, a little bit. He didn't have to come out as much as he did. He came out near the top of the 18 and then it was just a straight pass to, to, uh, to Kate call. And, and all he had to do was fucking pass the ball into the, into the back of the net. I think Miller would have made it if he had a mustache. We, yes, we know how much you love Tyler Miller's mustache. I also think that Miller was coming out hard to try to get to the ball that the bossy passed. And, and then realized he couldn't get to it. Right. And and by the time you committed to getting to that back pass, your momentum is such that, oh, I'm not going to get there. It's too late. You know, you're you're two on owed and and it's that's right. You're, but you're no man's land. He was he was coming. So I mean, I was uh, honestly as a goalie, I've I've done that in in broom ball and and in soccer oh, yeah. and stuff like where you come out and you're like, oh shit. I think because there's no way if he if he if he covers that, it's a it's a penalty because it's a it's a back pass. Yeah. Um. I think he realized, oh shit, it was a back pass. It wasn't he he didn't head it. It wasn't it wasn't something off Espinosa. So I think he then he kind of like hesitated. I don't know. I think. I think part of that goal is on Miller, basically, is what I'm trying to start, trying to say. I'm not, it, it's not all on Debassi. I think it's mostly on Debassi. Don't get me wrong. I think it's like 80, 20 uh, Debassi Miller, but I think part of that goal is on Miller too, as well. So, uh, so then in the 25th minute, MJ, tell us what happens. So, uh, 10 minutes after. Boxall kicks the ball out of bounds and then just sits down on his own. No one pushes him, no one checks him, shoves him trips him he just sits down on the pitch and then the trainer comes out he gets back up and he continues to play for about two more minutes that's it. the time they needed for Coleman to finish warming up and getting the green light from the fourth official to come yeah. up on i i will say as as soon as uh boxo went down Coleman was up and running because I, I literally i was standing right by where where he was getting ready and stuff. So it was clear as soon as Boxo kicked the ball out that he was coming out of the game. And then he just, he just kind of stood around uh, in the midfield or in the back and line. Then Captain America came on in. Making, making sure that he could, uh, um, that Coleman could come in and that the, you know, hoping that Minnesota would be able to like get a, you know, clearance or something that would uh, allow it for Coleman to come in. So um, yeah, and you're right in the 29th minute. So four minutes after that, Coleman is substituted for Boxall. Um, Will Trap gets the armband from Boxall. Boxall, who started as the captain, by the way. Um, no How word yet. Trap get the armband. Tell me more about this. I don't understand. There's generally a hierarchy within the team, and it's generally voted on by the players, or sometimes it's the coach who determines. Um, often it's didn't the players. Like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on who's on the field. So what... what it, you, You'll note you'll notice when as soon as Alonzo comes on the field in the second half, he takes the armband from from Will Trap. So. Yeah, because he's uh, a dom. Yeah, I, don't, I mean I don't know who you give it to in in lieu of Boxall. I mean you don't give it to Brent Brent fucking Coleman. Well, no, no, I'm not, <laughs> so. I, I'm not prescribing that by any means. And but like, Trapp, hey, maybe someone else. 
from what I've read in the fish wraps, in the local fish wraps, Trap has become a leader both on the pitch and vocal in, in the locker room and has the respect of uh, the players. So fair enough. He ain't got mine. Next. <laughs> I mean, it, it, honestly, it doesn't surprise me that Will Trapp is, is, a, is a vocal leader. I think he's been a, a union leader in terms of the – and for MLS teams that he's been on. So um, not surprising to me that he's the, that he would be, like, the third. He's, like, the he's like the vice vice captain, right? Like, yeah. like Michael, Michael Boxel, Ozzy Alonso is the captain. Michael Boxel is the vice captain. Yeah. Um, Ike Opara would probably have been would probably have been the next person up if he had been playing. Um, Will Trapp is, like, the vice vice captain. I like Ike. Yeah. I like Ike. Let's not let's not talk about that. Anyways, uh, no word yet on the severity of the gro- it's apparently it was a groin injury. Uh, no word yet on the severity of it. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't keep him off of the New Zealand Olympic squad. Although fingers crossed, it might keep him off the New Zealand Olympic squad, and we might have. And him you back. know, Heath's gonna put that shit in. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, walk it off, mate. Walk it off. Uh, all right, and then in the uh, so so Minnesota had been has been starting to play pretty well at this point, at least much better than they had been in the first uh, thirty minutes of the game. And uh, it, it looked like they were going to go into halftime down one nothing, uh, but in the forty fifth uh, in, in the extra time of the uh, halftime, the forty fifth plus third minute, uh, there's a jump ball. Um, Nico Hansen and uh, uh, JT or James Markinowski collide near the end line uh which ends up in a corner kick for minnesota and in the, the next minute uh minnesota's own brent coleman still mr america brent coleman scores Happy a goal thank you um of all people to score a goal this was like my least well, it was his game right outside like, outside of franco uh, outside yeah, of franco, franco Frigapane, this would be like my least liked person to score a goal anyways mj tell us a little bit about how this goal resulted from the uh from that corner kick reynoso's got the corner kick because he's our left-footed guy that's on taking corners on the right side (laughs) it's headed by the new kid for san jose like just got there nathan i fucking hate nathan not then Nothing tries to clear the ball with his head, but it goes right to Frogapane, and Frogapane tries to bicycle kick out of the air, and it clears everybody except Coleman. Coleman stops Frogapane's bicycle kick, goes off his right foot, drifts left, and Coleman just beats the defender around the corner and gets her, his left hip around it and scores with his left foot. It was a, I mean, to be fair, it was a, um, a pretty impressive goal from a very tight angle. A good, you didn't even have a good perspective on my end of the field. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It was gorgeous. And yes. I, you know, I didn't want to give it to Mr. Captain America, but it was there and I took it and I celebrated it. Yeah, it was an amazing I goal. I did too. It was, a, it was a good goal. I mean, you know, sometimes I mean, it felt real you gotta, good. Felt real gotta good. Uh, spend your your shitty politics for um, enjoying enjoying a good goal occasionally. So, so that meant, that meant Minnesota went into the half uh, tied one one. Uh, second half starts uh, and Minnesota starts with two fucking two substitutions. DJ Taylor comes on for uh, Huka Ratala. 
think Angie's getting a hint, and Angie's like, wait, the sub thing is kind of I don't know if it's that or if it's uh, just they, these guys were not necessarily 100% like, like full match fit. Yeah, so they, he's had lots of not 100% players that he's played the piss out I'm of. Just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because, listen, I'm... So, I think he got the memo. Let me, let me finish here. Ramon Abila comes on for Nico Hansen. I turned to my wife. I was like, oh, my God. He made two subs at halftime. He made a sub at... Uh, because he had to with Michael Boxall, he's has he has two more subs. He and he has two more opportunities to use them. This is great. He's doing a really great job. He's doing it. He's you managing amazingly. That's I lie. did. I absolutely fucking said that. I turned, wait, 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 turned to my wife and said that. You complimented Listen, hold on. Stop. 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 Stop talking. Everybody, stop talking. I said that because I'm going to point out in about 35 minutes when he fucks it all up. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So. Believe it now. Anyways, uh, Abilah comes on for Hanson. Uh, and then for the next 25 minutes, uh, Minnesota United dominates. They yeah. absolutely DJ dominate. DJ Taylor, what, what? Yeah, DJ Taylor looked really good in this match. I'm very excited about him. I really hope that he gets some opportunities, um, even with Metnair coming in and getting his uh, his green card, hopefully relatively soon, and coming back to the team. I really hope DJ Taylor gets some opportunities for the team. He looked bomb. I was like, who's this guy? Hey, you're looking great. Uh, um, Taylor, Taylor, you look real good. <laughs> um, MJ, tell us about what happened in the 52nd minute. Cause so there was basically an, an onslaught on the, on the San Jose goalie, uh, JT Mark, Mark, Markinowski, Marcinowski. Marcinowski. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, my, my chant at him when he got over to our side uh, of the, I was like, Hey, James, I dropped you from my uh, fantasy team. Please help me out. So <laughs> I was, I was chanting at him the entire time. Um, so yeah, Love anyways, bring up fantasy stats. Yeah, 50 second minute. No, I was I was trying to like trying to like yeah, because I, I dropped him, so I didn't want him to do anything good. So I was like, I didn't want him to make any Stop saves. Stop doing From good. the 48th minute to about the 50, I want to say sixth minute, we had about four good chances. Should have scored on two of them at least. Abila? And and my favorite of these chances that didn't result in a goal was Abila nutmegging nothing. And Argentinian versus Brazilian. And after the nutmeg, he gets a great shot. Markinkowski has a save. The rebound goes straight to Dotson. Dotson does not take the time to settle the ball. He just, he one touches, then he tries to crank his banger. And it goes banging. It it goes wide. But one of those two shots, ah. It we have a very different game if one of those two goes in, and and Minnesota kind of have a a little less pressure on them and the confidence like goes up. Yeah, I mean Abla probably should have scored at least twice uh, before uh, the penalty. Um, Dotson, you're right. Dotson possibly could have scored. There was there was several opportunities for us to uh, be up three or four to one at this point of the game. Um, yeah, but but, as, can I say something for a moment? Yeah. I feel like every time San Jose comes around, I'm like, oh yeah, San Jose, whatever. And I think about them like Colorado or like, I don't know, 
someone else. And then I'm like, oh, wait, these are those fuckers that play so goddamn dirty. They're short and dirty. And they play dirty and they hold jerseys and they hold players and they fall over and they dive over and they don't do shit. They have, um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with um, uh, a bit of Fry and Lori, but there's a bit of Fry and Lori skit where they go, okay, get to the box and fall down. Get, that's how they teach, they're teaching these probably middle schoolers. I'm all out of crystal light. It's really. <laughs> no, I, I understand. And, and you're 100% thought, right. And then I remember, oh yeah, these are those dirty motherfuckers. I hope they all rot. Yeah. So. So that was so, my half. So, so let's talk about that because in the 64th minute, uh, Espinosa goes down from a, uh, I, I, we call it a shoulder from Abila. They were both shoulder, going for the ball. Yeah. They were both going for the ball. They both, they both shouldered each other. Anyways, they, they both missed. They tripped each other up. It's a whole, it's a whole, yeah, whole other thing. And then um, Judson takes down Gasper in the box. Uh, play continues. Uh, the VAR is called the center ref reviews. Apparently reviews both of the files to determine which file happened. Um, that took about two minutes. Uh, and end result, end result, PK to Minnesota. Um, and as that was happening, uh, after the PK was called, you saw multiple San Jose players, including Markinowski, um, trying to clean up the center spot, literally like walking around the center spot, like digging their cleats into it and trying to like, like scuff it up and all Dirty. that. They're dirty motherfuckers. Was, I remember was... their coach because he always wears really tight pants. And you know what? Yeah. He was wishing he had not worn pants quite so tight in uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Espinosa gets a descent for yellow card, which he was, I mean, he luckily, luckily he was the only one who got a descent because everybody from San Jose was descending. Was crowding the ref. Yeah. And Dude, it's only supposed to be the captain. Ref yeah. needs a pair of balls. I will give him half a mine and they'd be bigger than what he's got now. I noted in our document here that San Jose are a bunch of prissy fucks, which is kind of the apt, most apt description for, for the team. But prissy fucks. think about it from, from Christian point of view. I mean, no, he thought he got fouled by Avila way before he fouled Gasper. So well, ju- Justin, Justin took down called, and so he thinks that it should be a goal kick or free kick because he got fouled. And then no, 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 no. That wasn't a foul, but what you did to Gasper was a foul. So he just went from like thinking that he had something wrong done to him to wait. No, I'm the one who did something wrong. Judson's a motherfucker. I hate him the whole time. Because they're a bunch of prissy prissy fucks. You know what? You know what was my favorite part of this entire match? I'll tell you. I bet you were wondering if I was going to tell you, and now I am. When. It was the second half, and the warm-up guys went to go run down the line and do their high knees. I made direct eye contact with Blondie. He did not end up getting put in, but he was there with Wondolowski, whoever the fuck subs. And I made eye contact as they walked down to the corner, and I said, ladies, I want to see some high knees. And he was making direct eye contact with yours truly, and he laughed. He couldn't help but laugh. He didn't get put so, in. And probably why. So in the 69th minute, uh, 
Minnesota has their PK uh, saved. Abela takes it. He's saved. It's a really shitty PK, by the way. If you, I watched it from behind, I mean, like, it really right behind the goal. It was a shitty PK. Was saved. He gets Not his own great. rebound, and and to to be fair, he finishes his own rebound, and Minnesota takes a two one lead. That's like you shouldn't have to finish your own rebound. Is all I have to say about that. Right, you you definitely don't want your friends doing it either, though. If you're gonna, <laughs> if, you're gonna if you're gonna like finish your own, if you're gonna have a rebound, you should probably finish it yourself. Hey guys, sometimes sometimes the the balls spill out, and and you know you you, you get a you know this this sloppy rebound out there that needs cleaning up. All right, uh, seventy friends clean up their re- their own rebounds. That's all I got to yep. say. Yeah, I mean you know. It's good to have friends who help you do that, but you probably should just do it yourself. Uh, 74th minute, uh, Minnesota makes a sub. Uh, Ozzy for uh, Adrian Unau. Who and put- I was like, Ozzy, please come in here and hit some motherfuckers in the kneecaps, okay? Yeah, that's the problem is he did not do that because he's he not good at that he anymore. But, like, he's a um, bad boy, and I just want him to fuck shit up. Yeah, so he takes the captain's armband from Will Trap, and Minnesota goes into a very, very defensive 4-3-3. Um, I just my whole point here is like why like everything was going so well. Um, I understand. I understand. I understand the 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 actual like brain logic behind it, but but what about the every, heart logic? But everything was going in a very downhill direction for Minnesota United. Like they were running downhill basically the entire fucking time. Um, and they were just they were piling shit on San Jose. San Jose wasn't challenging Minnesota at all in this at this point in the in the second half. It was all downhill for Minnesota. They were running downhill. Why? I can understand bringing in Ozzy, but bringing in Ozzy for maybe like a Will Trap or somebody like bring like mm-hmm. Ozzy and like for like don't take off one of your offensive players. Well, um, I, okay, wait, can we? To be, but also to be fair. He still had another substitution to use, which spoiler alert didn't fucking use. So yeah, that wasn't surprising. But okay, wait. Did anyone else feel because I was not sitting in the rah-rah section with either of you? But did either of you feel I felt like Hunu was not playing the same game that Hunu was playing before the allegations? What y'all say about that? Fragapane or Unu? Um. Oh, you know, I, I. They're both new. I put them together. I mean, Fragapane. I think Fragapane, in, in spite of the fact, like, in spite of the fact that he coward. should not, he should not have been starting. Um. Oh, you're right, MJ. They had another substitute. Gregors came in. I've totally forgot about that fucking thing. Uh, in spite of the fact that Fragapane should not have been playing. Uh on saturday um you know when he was playing and he should not have been playing he would have played well i don't know if he would have played any better fragapani actually i think played a a pretty you know whatever pedestrian game i would if ranking him out of 10 i would probably give him like a a six and a a six or six and a half like not the game i expected from him and that pissed me off because I mean, it could go, it could go both ways. It could go that he's guilty and he's mad that he got his wrist slapped or he got called out, or it could go that he's innocent and he's mad that he got his wrist slapped. And he, yeah. I, I just felt he didn't play 
at the caliber that I would have expected him to play prior to the allegation. Sure. I mean, I guess that does, does that even matter? Does it, it matter? I mean, no, it's just an opinion I had and I thought I'd share. That's fair. MJ. Well, we're going to get into the, the last goal of the game, right? Yeah. Why, 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 don't you, why don't you talk about it right now? And, and it's funny that you say, Jessica, that, that you didn't think he played well because there were spots where he should have scored or he made, yes! the correct, yes! he, made the, he made the correct pass and Unu and Nico Hansen were running to the same spot and bringing their defenders to each other. Right. Like in a way that like, so he did some good things. He did some, some far things, but the thing that pisses me most about Franco Fragapane is he had the ball when we were galventing forward to possibly score another goal, or if not, at least eat up some clock. Right. And he plays a through ball thinking Juan Chope has somehow gained Sonic the Hedgehog super speed. Juan Chope is never getting to that through ball. He's the one who turned the ball over. It was just him and Juan Chope. I could understand if it was him and let's say Dotson and he thought Dotson was Ja'Cory Hayes or something like that. Or he thought Gasper was... I don't know, some other white uh, will trap. Maybe he got those two. But it, Juan Chope has a pretty distinct profile and appearance. You can't confuse Abila with somebody else on the team. And he's gallivanting. And you play, rather than a simple ball out wide where Abila is, you play this through ball thinking he's going to run on and get around a defender. That's horseshit. And they score off of that turnover. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, Benji Kikinovich uh, from Salinas scores uh, that goal. Um, uh, that was a it was, it was Salinas had yeah. a good game. Yeah, um, you know Judson. I hate Judson. Judson, next time you're in town, come at me, bro, because I will take you because I got like fifty pounds on you because like you suck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, MJ, uh, can you, let, obviously the, the two of the, the two goal scorers have a, have a common, uh, a common occurrence. What was that MJ? Well, this is hard for me to fathom because I don't know what it's like having a USL affiliate other than that brief time that we had forward Madison that is not in USL championship, but in USL league one, but Madison, he, I don't know what it's like having this, I, this thing where you can loan players to this. Uh, USL champion, get time for your young players. Like you actually play your young players and give them time on the ball. Weird. The two goal scorers, uh, Kikinovich, 21 years old, Kate Powell, 17 years old, both spent time with Reno 1868. And Reno 1868 is the USL affiliate of San Jose. And we took three players from them because San Jose didn't want those players. I right. don't know about that. Maybe, maybe we took the wrong players. Or, I don't know about or that. maybe San Jose I just didn't want to. San Jose wasn't going to let us have their homegrown. Yeah, Listen, I think that's, they, that's probably it. You know what I said? I said to the child behind me, I said, keep an eye on Wondolowski. You do not take your eyes off Wondolowski. And Wondolowski did, did his Wondolowski business. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> 
Uh, and then you're right, Jay. You you throw. Thank you for throwing in here. 87th minute sub. Greg Gooster trap. So when when I, I start circling back to when uh, I mentioned at the halftime, I literally turned. Like I said I turned to Anna. I was like, oh shit, two subs. We've used three subs now. He can put in Grey Goose, and he can put in Ethan Finley. Those were the Finley. guys I was thinking of for for attacking. He put in Ozzy for Unao, and then he put in Grey Goose for Trap. In the 87th minute, the fuck is this team trying to do? It is still inchy, mate. It is still inchy. You can't, you can't afford, especially with the, the way the season is structured, we're, we're only playing Western Conference opponents. I know San Jose sucks balls. And they're gonna suck balls. And this they're year. dirty. But they're just dirty. You can't, they're the herpes I, of the Western Conference. Yes, but you can't drop points to San Jose at home. It's like it's you literally cannot do that. And this team dropped. They've been playing really well. And yes, it's not. They did not lose, which is great. Um, That's, but they're, but they're playing like Colorado. Less than great. They're playing Colorado in Colorado on Wednesday. And then their next game after the break is Seattle at home. And Seattle is kicking the shit out of every, pretty much every team. in MLS God, right I now. hope we hit, we kick the shit out of Seattle, but we won't probably. That is the truth of the matter because Seattle is a fucking, I mean, if, 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 if San Jose is the herpes, like, 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 Seattle is that ex that you actually really, really, really liked and they didn't leave you with any scars, but they broke your heart. I disagree. Seattle's herpes. San Jose is just like the clap. <laughs> no, no, no. San Jose's herpes is the You can recover from San Jose. You life. cannot recover from, from Seattle. Anyways, dirty, let's move on. Let's move dirty, on. Let's move on. Dirty. Let's move on to extra time. Um, where MJ has okay, okay. talk about fair, 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 MJ fair, wants fair, to talk fair, about uh, Asani Dotson's bullshit for some reason. I don't understand this fucking bullshit at all. MJ, please yep. uh, describe. MJ's romantic. Let him have his at, dream. At the end of the game, Asani Dotson brings his girlfriend onto the field, pulls out her ring. It was cute. And they weren't mic'd, but you can presume what was going on because we have this crazy tradition. And then the announcer said, accepted. And then all the Twitter of like, she said yes, or whatever the phrase is. I mean, that just reminds me of being, I don't know, 20 fucking five years old. And it was like, who could get the best proposal ever? And you know what? Nobody wins because 50% at least end in divorce so good luck with that bye still want to do it again you get you guys want to hear sorry dotson if you're listening to this podcast our own jessica moss wishes you and your bride to be the best 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 wishes ever you are the outliers i do i do god damn i do i mean 50 percent is is not necessarily outliers i i mean i've been married once to be fair so i'm right right now i'm hit batting i'm batting 500 How do you do that? First one did not work out. Second one worked out well. Uh, so far, so far working out well. Um, First one don't. So I mean, only fifty percent that are working out are second and later, and that's because bitches get old and they die. Okay, let's let's okay. Bring it down. Bring it down. Bring it down. We're not. We're not trying to get. We're not trying to get very fucking. You love girlfriend, and then you get. 
all I'm saying is that, like, listen, I understand he's a he's a professional athlete and his job. I would never I would never propose at my job. This is why I'm like, this is why I said I put in the. Yeah, in the, but the, your the job hard, is what? Big, Wait, just, what do you just, just please let me please let me finish for a second. Um, I would never propose at my job. And I understand his job is a much more high profile job than, you know, um, fucking organizer or whatever. But like, I wouldn't like uh, propose uh, as I'm walking, knocking on doors with for a candidate and be like and stop and just like drop. I mean, although that would probably be pretty fucking, uh, uh, you know, romantic. You want to know how I proposed uh, to my current wife? I was in bed and I was drunk and I was just like, we should get married. And she said, yes. And she's like, I'm going to propose to you. Like I say, I say yes, but before we do it, I'm going to propose to you first. And I was like, okay. And then my wife uh, being the amazing woman that she is, um, she, we, she we, 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 we drew, we went on the, the death Loon express every week from the nomad to Blaine. Um, she had everybody stay off the bus and we were bus buddies, so that's how we actually got to meet each other. Um, and then she, I got on the bus, she got on the bus, and then she proposed to me on the bus to the soccer game. That is where how you fucking do a proposal, man. That's like not, right. not in front a of nineteen thousand two hundred and whatever some people. Um, I'm just better, bitch. You do it by your, you do it in a bus with you and your and, and your your partner, and that's it. You don't do it in front of twenty thousand fucking people. Anyways. How many other people were in that bus though, David? No one. No one was on the bus when she proposed. Everybody stayed off the bus until she proposed. And I said yes. And then that was then people got on the bus. And then we uh then we proceeded to get fucked up. So and that's more soccer. Than one. Yeah. Actually, that was that was the game we uh we beat uh the New York Cosmos. The only <laughs> no, game we beat not. the New York Cosmos. The yes, one the game. The only <laughs> game. The only game we beat the New York Cosmos. Fuck the I totally remember that game because right. my ex-husband was real fucking drunk. He was <laughs> like, let's go party. And I was like, fuck you. So your your loss was my gain. And indeed it was my and some, friend. And some, and some sort of like and, and you have the beautiful you know, offspring with which to tell the story. I want to go black heart. True. All right. Uh moving along. I'm done. Freddie Adu's. Who was uh who was your Minnesota Freddie Adu uh or Minnesota Freddie Adu's? Uh, I'll start. I don't really have anybody in terms of good for Minnesota. Um, I mean, honestly, yeah, I know, I, I I know, and I I feel like sad about saying that. Um, there's a few people that I could I could mention, but I'm just I just. I don't think anybody was actually that particularly good. My my shitty friend you do was uh uh Juan Chope, um just for how many goddamn sh- point blank shots he missed in the span of like twenty five minutes, and then he was and he just disappeared for the rest of the game. So that's mine. Uh, MJ, who do you got? My next friend you do good is again Chase Gasper. What he, he, he drew the he drew the red card. Or the, the 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 sorry the penalty. No, no, no. he did not give any red cards. I wouldn't have noticed. I consider yeah. I considered Gasper. So MJ, this is I think this is a good pick, buddy. Uh, he made much better decisions. The weights on his passes were better. Mm-hmm. He passed really well, and you mm-hmm. saw some of that ball handling and dribbling skills that 
when you're playing a team that's man marking, you need someone that can beat someone one on one. And he was doing that very effectively. He was way more Pedro than he was Chase this game. Yes. Agreed. Very, Agreed. Very good job. <laughs> and he... I, I mentioned that to uh, the the uh, Kate Thurstoff, who was sitting next to you. I was like, "Yeah, Pedro, come on, Pedro." And she's like, "Who the fuck's Pedro?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah. that's that's Gasper when he does good shit." So I explained the story to my friend Tony too. Yeah. Um, my my bad Freddie Adu is Nico Hansen, and Nico Hansen has been playing great in the what? in the place of of Robin Hood. But what did Nico do wrong? In this game, his way of maybe wanting to dribble and spend a little too much time on the ball and cutting middle, he likes to tuck in a lot. When you're playing against a team that's man-marking, that, that only works if – that tucking in only works if Unu is also crisscrossing and Unu was staying kind of center. So Unu. it's not necessarily that – Unu was doing b- bad things and Nico was doing bad things. It was like what you're doing together doesn't work against this type of defense. Don't think you could have put his name on it and not the other guys. Hmm? Okay. A, a dual, a dual next Freddy do bad for both Unu and Nico Hansen. Equal opportunity. Let me tell you, MJ, don't let her I, bully. In. Holy MJ, can. do not let her bully into you into uh, changing your take, bud. I I take Heath in now. This is a team that we were kicking ass when Heath had players that had been with him and coached under his system for a lot. We bring in new players overall, they're better players, but they haven't heard the Heath lecture on San Jose enough. And so that's why, you know, if Heath just would have more time with these players to explain his San Jose genius to, like we would have kicked ass. But he put all the new guys out there. And all right, you know what? Yeah, they didn't do it. Um, hey yes. guys, I think we skipped over a very important part of the agenda where I, um, I don't know, what's it called? A uh, gloat in my prediction. Oh, did you predict a 2-2 draw? Closer than you predicted, my friend. Just closer than you predicted. I mean, if you predicted a draw, if you predicted a 3-3 draw, I would have been like, oh yeah, cool. You're close. We all predicted Minnesota victories. No one was close. I predicted a 3-2 draw, which is closer than your 3-1, bitch. Yeah. And the, as the, usual... The game, the game should have been 3-1, probably. Yeah. As usual. And as usual, I'm the worst. I, 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 I break a panic hadn't had his balls and fucking bruised. It, I need to go back to picking this team to lose every game just so that Heath can use this as bulletin board material and motivation for them to play well. Yeah. I mean, the intern. That drunk podcaster on the days, he doesn't, he doesn't believe in you. The intern who listens hard. to this uh, yeah. two and I, a half hour fucking podcast. I uh, the Jess, most do, bestest predictions. Okay. Fair. Do you have any Freddie news for Minnesota for this game? Um, I would just say don't play dirty teams. They will give you herpes and you can't. I mean, there's no coming back from that. Yeah, I say that um, San Jose Earthquakes should stop playing dirty and start playing the game. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, MJ, uh, who are your? <laughs> do you have? You want to talk about your good Freddie Dews for uh, San Jose? JT uh, Markakowski is my good Freddie Adu. I thought he played well in in, in goal for the most part. 
That and... dude. Uh, so I mean, uh, honestly, fuck that guy. Uh, so I don't know if you anybody saw it, but like there was a some some asshole threw a bottle, a, a empty soda bottle, into the stadium. Markadowski, uh, like feigned being hurt by it, but it was an empty bottle. Literally, he the guy was like three. He was in the row in front of me, and like three uh, seats in front of me. Um, and literally, everybody was like, "Who threw that?" And everybody was like, "This guy." Like we're like we don't like we're in the fucking Wonderwall, dude. You don't fucking throw shit at people, even if it's a fucking empty bottle. Um, and we got and, and, and if it's words that hurt. And, 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 and to be fair, O to J uh, on Twitter, uh, he marched down, grabbed that guy, and was like, "You get out of the fucking section right now!" And literally, and we sent everybody sent our pictures. Aww. We sent our pictures to Minnesota United. So like, this guy should never have tickets to the Wonderwall ever again. Revoke like revoke his tickets right now. Yeah, I so, I'm thinking I need tickets to Wonderwall. Um, so there may be tickets available in Wonderwall at some point very soon. Um, I anyways uh this guy this guy was an asshole he was he's kind of being a dickhead the entire game i was kind of like eh, i don't you, know you and then just he, and know he, when you see a dickhead, yes please just please you know. please let me finish <laughs> anyways the guy was being an asshole the entire game and and then yeah this just confirmed that he was being an asshole and uh he he was everybody everybody was like hey man get the fuck out of the stadium and he was like what what did i do or like you threw a fucking bottle we saw you throw a fucking bottle anyways Back to my JC Markinowski story. Uh, after the game, uh, he turned and like looked at the Wonderwall, like, fuck you, fuck you, assholes. Like, what are you guys doing? Da, 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 da. And everybody's like, we kicked his ass out, man. Like, the bottle didn't hit you. It sucked that he threw it. He's not part of us. We kicked his ass out. And the guy was kind of being a dick about it. So, anyways, that was my JT Marcinowski story. Um, so you who is, the, who is the shitty friend they do for you, MJ? Sorry to, to take over your... Uh, Nathan. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Nathan Cardoso from Brazil. Just recent international for, for them. He's the one who tried to head and clear up the ball, the corner kick from Reynoso, and it ended up being a Brent Coleman goal. And so he was very intense. He was like, I'm happy to be here. I want to show my stuff. I'm going to be a dick to a lot of Minnesota United players. And he was very intense. I liked the intensity, but, you know, he also was being too aggressive and reckless with some of his tackles. And he didn't clear the ball off that, off that corner kick. So he gets my shitty ready to do. Welcome right to MLS, Nathan Cardoso. <laughs> um, Jess, who are your Freddie uh, Adus for the game for San Jose? Well, I hate Nathan. He just yeah. had way too much enthusiasm for being like a new guy. It was his first game, I think, for San Jose. And he was like jumping up and down and doing cartwheels, and I wasn't into it. And we have the same one. And then I looked at the program, and the program was misprinted calling him Newton, which he is not. <laughs> Newton Cardoso instead of nothing? Yeah. <laughs> I was very confused because the the programs are printed on the same day that Nathan, Nathan, however the fuck you want to say it, came on to the San Jose Herpes. 
and and I remember the coach because he wears very tight pantalones and um, his, I think he was upset that he wore such tight chaps at the end. I get to that in, in who wore it better. Yeah, we'll, let's, oh, let's right, go, right, we'll, right. we'll get to that in a second. Um, I, I'll finish up the segment here with uh, Kate Cowell was my, my good friend to do. Um, the fucking kid is 17 and is really good at soccer. Oh. And then uh, yeah. I'm going to give my shitty Freddy to do to Michael Radchuk, the good referee rap. who had the probably the worst fucking game I've ever seen refereed. Mm-hmm. Um, everything in the in the in the middle third was called as a foul. Anything that was close to the box not fucking called um it was a bad he had a he had maybe i mean i don't know i shouldn't say the worst game because i've seen some pretty shitty refereed games in in uh minnesota united and uh stars history so it's probably not the worst referee game but it's pretty goddamn close to being the worst referee game i've ever actually seen so we're gonna move on to the big question yellow cards I, I don't even I don't even know how many yellow cards that he had. Pull out the red bit. Espinosa got a yellow card, and after that, Matias yeah. Almeida had had the wise idea. Hey, I should sub this guy off. All right, <laughs> let's let's move on, guys. We need to we need to we need to move on. We're we're already we're really fucking long already. Uh, MJ has some questions. Yeah, day, Cade Cowell's flow. Um, I'm, I'm presuming that you guys clicked on the link and saw Cade Cowell's flow. Uh, this is very much like a, a, a Minnesota high school hockey player flow. Um, so I'm going to say yay. It's either yay or nay. That, that's it. Nay. Okay. You don't, you don't like the, the big lion's mane that is on Kate Cowell? MJ, it's, a, it's, either, it's either yay or nay. Oh, no. It's yay or nay. There's, there's, not a, there's not a conversation here. Yay or nay. I say yay. Okay. Yeah, but but he doesn't Cowell. look seventeen years old. He looks thirty five. No, dude, no, the dude looks fucking thirty five years old. The dude looks as old as I am, and I'm not I'm not lying. Um, but yeah, he's, not he's also seventeen, so whatever. And then he's uh, not into it. That's fine. Jess is is definitely into uh, younger dudes. Uh, not into not guys. Into guys, it. guys who look no, he is gross. Uh, all right, I like MJ. I like this one a lot better. Uh, who wore it better? Matias Almeida shirt or Heath suit, and then uh, MJ, MJ, you got MJ, it this guy for sure. Oh no! Oh yes, in his fucking pantalones and his bubble butt. Yeah, congratulations, motherfucking lesions. But unless you're gonna twerk in that bubble butt, I'm impressed. So, so you're taking inchy? You're taking inchy? Taking inchy all the way. All right, MJ. I'll, I'll, how about you decide? No, no, no. What was your answer? No, I want to hear your answer first. Oh, Inchi. Oh, like, fuck you suit. guys. He's got the white, the white shirt. The white shirt actually fits him. I mean, Matias Almeida is good. much more trim, he but he looks classy. His oh. shirt actually fits him, and he's got the pocket square to match. Come on. So I I'm, like it, Inchi. I like it. Inchi. I will better. I will I will just point out that uh you picked a very terrible picture of Matias Almeida. <laughs> FYI. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, oh, listen, 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 I didn't I didn't talk during I didn't I didn't talk during your thing, so don't talk during mine. <laughs> uh you picked a very terrible picture of Matias Almeida, MJ. So I'm just gonna give that to you. Um 
listen, I've met Inchi. So maybe it's maybe I've been I've been colored by the fact that I've met Inchi uh, and know that he's a terrible person. Uh, <laughs> I've never met Matias Almeida. I think th that man is sensual. Um, and I'm I'm all for if I'm bringing someone into my bedroom, that person needs to be sensual and not a fucking prick. <laughs> You're bringing him to your bedroom or asking him for it better. The, the question is not who would you bring into your exactly. bedroom. The question is who wore it better. Same same fucking question. <laughs> that's that's is that not is that is that not how you operate under this question? Who wore it better? And you're thinking who you're inviting into your bedroom? Yes, hundred percent, always. Fair, fair enough. Burn it, David, you blame Bally Sports for the pictures because both of the shots are the easiest ones for me to find. They're both right after they showed the starting lineups. And I'm sure. White polos so, without a blazer are no go. I mean, I, just Google Matias Almeida uh, and you'll see. Him, I've seen him several times. How, he teaches his players to play like herpes. Done. No. Google's, Google Matias Almeida and you'll see the man's flow. And you'll see the man as but fucking he was, style. He, he, he didn't have the long locks. status. This Saturday, he did not have the long locks. <clears throat> I mean, I, more or less. This, this is about there. what he was wearing on July like, 3rd. He's the Odell Toro. Okay? All right, now we're just yelling over each other, and that's not fun. Uh, all right, other United News. Uh, so... MLS released a statement today, actually, that uh, Fraga Fane was found not guilty of something, 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 and being an asshole. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So, so long story short, um, Fraga Fane apparently said something to Diego Chara on the field during the Portland Timbers game a couple weeks it was ago. Can, listen, hey, can I just? You can, you can, you can jump in. Just let me let me finish what the actual thing is. Uh, Fraga Fane apparently said something to Diego Chara. Um, MLS investigated, uh, and they they talked to both the captains, uh, Diego Valeri and, uh, uh, and Ethan Finley, who were close by. They talked to the referee. They found they could not corroborate the things that were said, um, which is not a uh, statement of innocence by any means. Minnesota United proceeded to be jackasses, as they always have been, or jackasses as the thing was the Saturday or the Sunday after the, the game happened, jackasses with their statement that they put out uh, right after this, um, just because uh, he wasn't found guilty of the thing. Doesn't mean he didn't actually say the thing. Um, Which is I, no I will, good. Yeah. So I will point out Heath was asked if frog upon his inclusion Saturday was just a case of innocent until proven otherwise. And uh, Heath responded, that's American law, is it, isn't it? Yeah, hey, Listen, can I can I just, just finish? Let me finish, and then I'll and then I'll throw it to you, Jess. I, I will. I literally will throw it to you. Um, Aster Fraudapati's inclusion was Saturday was just a case of innocent proven. Otherwise, that's American law, isn't it? He said, "I don't know. I didn't know we were guilty by association. So we'll see. Hopefully, we'll have a resolution in the next few days, which is like the worst possible fucking thing to say when." your dude has been accused of like racially abusing somebody. Um, so that's like the, the story Fragapani played, obviously nothing came of it. Uh, he's not going to get suspended. Jess. I just think that 
We need to be hypervigilant. And even if he didn't say anything, the right thing to do is to do something, not nothing. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess one of the things that was pointed out in the MLS statement was that all the players are supposed to go through uh, anti-discrimination, um, unconscious bias training, things like that. We don't know if Fragapani has done that yet because he came in before the season started or after the season started. So um, I would I don't like know. to know. Yeah, I think every I think everybody would like to know if he's done that and when he will do that and if he will probably do that again. I hope so. Uh, MJ, do you have One any other? One of the things that frustrates me is we were never told what Chara heard. You know, it was never released. I right. heard Fragapani say this, and, you know, as a Afro-Colombian player, this is why this is very hurtful. You know, um, I thought the best conversation about this even better than ours was the recently on the, the dummy run podcast uh grant had Stefan uh wank on as a, as a guest and they talked about it and one of the things one of them mentioned was ideally diego chara and franco fragapani are both sitting down in a room together and the league makes them have a conversation yeah. with, with with a moderator and maybe a, a representative from each team but that if you're going to get to the root cause of this problem and whether it was a misunderstanding or whatever it was that happened, like, let's say, no, I meant this. No, I heard this and let's have that conversation out. And the thing about it is that's what would get to the root cause of the problem more than, I mean, the anti-harassment and anti-racist training, that's all good and all, but to really change players, and to get them to understand that we're more similar than, than different and, you know, these things aren't allowed even in the heat of battle, in the, in the heat of a, a athletic competition, you know, that's what it would take. And the league's not going to make them do that. Right. I, yeah. think, I think it's like I told you one time when you're driving me home from the Blackheart, uh, MJ. <laughs> it's like... Sometimes I know as a female in business or in poker, as it were, when I've won is when I get called the C word. And that's how I know that I have won is that I'm playing so much better than my opponent that they have to resort to calling me the C word. And that's when I know I have won. Maybe yeah. perhaps it's something like that. Yeah, that's true. hundred percent true. So, um, I mean, hopefully, hopefully Frank Payne learned from this. Uh, hopefully he gets that, he gets that diversity training uh, and that uh, all the training that, you know, he's supposed to have. They, really? They should have to have that diversity training before, before they go on the field, right? You would think, you would think so. I, I, I'm not. No one knows exactly. They MLS says you need to have it. Uh, they said they, they will find teams that don't provide it for their teams. 
but who knows when like like what's the leeway of that like no one knows because mls is a closed league so we don't actually know all the things that need to happen so it would it, ideally yes just you're right um before he steps on a pitch he needs he should need to go through xyz classes about uh diversity and you know anti-homophobia and you know all you know all these things that should be things that are second nature that, that are second nature to a lot of us but you know aren't necessarily second nature to a lot of athletes um and especially athletes coming in from other countries uh who maybe don't necessarily under understand the rights of these other citizens or how we feel about them as 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 an mls league right right so so we'll see hopefully minnesota um minnesota made a very mealy mouth statement about it which i'm not excited about i'm not going to read because fuck them i'm not going to give them any press about it um do better minnesota united you should not have started this guy on saturday um i really hope that you are making some good stuff uh from this going forward especially with him uh all right uh lude was in minnesota but not available for the game uh, i'm assuming that's quarantine related because he was getting his green card from finland we haven't we have not confirmed he has gotten his green card but he was doing all the paperwork probably in finland metnir was also in france working on his green card yeah hence yeah hence yeah and then uh dj taylor. but you got dj taylor because you did not have metnir so you got to meet <laughs> that's, DJ, true, DJ that's true that's so, true and dj taylor was phenomenal you got to meet your your next love so uh, <laughs> so uh and then finally, probably your your freddie adieu of the week um, okay, yeah, Jesus possibly. Taylor is my fatty ado. Um, and then uh finally before we jump into the break, uh MLS news, uh Chris Armis uh was shit canned just eleven games into his Toronto FC tenure. Toronto FC, I mean, talk about the problems that Minnesota United has had. Toronto FC is in a world, an absolute world of hurt. Um and Chris Armas shit-canned just 11 games into his Toronto FC tenure. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys have any thoughts on, I think I thought MJ might. Nope. Okay. Don't care. That sounds good. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Minneapolis city clinching the MPSL North. We'll be right back after this. You want me to be that type of dude. And I want to and we are back from uh our break which was fantastic i i uh i took a piss and uh had a conversation with my father-in-law you know as 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 you would do during a podcast um and guys i we need to have a conversation offline not right now about when we're going to do this thing in person again i'm oh, i'm thinking well i don't have monday night plans we, we actually might be able to all meet together in one place um anyways let's talk about minneapolis city <laughs> because minneapolis city won the fucking thing they won the mpsl north uh they beat duluth fc duluth 6-1 uh up in duluth uh mj you did you watch this at Uda Pills? i did watch this at Uda Pills. all right fuck your watch party <laughs> I was there, MJ. Tell us how Utapils was, though. I'm guessing that was a pretty awesome experience. They had this 
really cool food truck called Enconada. And it's called Enconada because it's empanadas, but shaped like a cone. And they didn't have any of those, but they had an amazing burrito. And I had the burrito. Um, and they had some pretty good tacos as well. Nice. But the game, they, we had a kind of our own like private space with, with outdoor breeze coming through. And Dan was streaming it off his laptop. And it was hilarious because Dan Hudeman, chairman of Minneapolis City, every so often would go up and via YouTube, like click the X on the ad that was down at the bottom. <laughs> That's that awesome. was his job. Yeah. So uh, how many people were at the watch party? Oh, probably about 20. Because I, I, would, I, would, I would say there's probably about 20 people who made it up to Duluth for the actual game. Yeah, that's awesome. It was awesome. It was very cool. Um, there might have been more than 20, but yeah, I'm going to just say about 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Probably closer to 25 now that I think about it. But yeah, that's awesome that we got so many people up, up in Duluth cheering on the Crows. Also, with you and Bill going to the Duluth game, and Jessica and I went to the Joy Athletic away game. That's like the most days that have been to away games for the Crows. Ever. Yeah. We waved flags. I waved a flag. (laughs) I'm embarrassed. One or two Crows. But you know what? I was there, and I was in it to win it. There you go. Uh, so let's talk very briefly about the game. Um, I only want to talk about the game because basically like the only reason we went up early. So we, I was in uh, Northern Wisconsin for most of the, of the rest of the week, but I was like, I saw that we we're going to be in Duluth. I was like, fuck it. Like, can we, cause the place we were going was like Northwestern Wisconsin. I was like, Oh fuck. Let's just go to Duluth. Make make a pit yep. And so uh, my, my mother-in-law graciously agreed to, come up with us and sit what in between mother-in-law you sit, have? sit in between two car seats and watch our kids while me and Anna went to a, a soccer game. No fucking way. Yeah, she's she's pretty you awesome. Made. So Duluth scores uh first in the third minute. Uh City answers less than 15 minutes later. Match goes into half 1-1 as the half like I literally as the half's ending I turn and I'm like, "Oh, like do you feel rain?" It didn't really look like a rain cloud or anything like that. All of a sudden just fucking full on downpour for about 25 minutes. Uh, we go out and hang out with uh, Jocelyn and Pete uh, and under their Jeep. And we drink uh, beers in the high school parking lot of uh, Denfield, Denfield high school in Duluth. Uh, mm-hmm. And then um, about seven, eight minutes into the second half uh, while we're still out drinking beers, um, Aiden Hill from Duluth gets sent off for a ridiculous, horrible, horrible tackle which was technically a second yellow, but would have been a straight red. And then all of a sudden the floodgates open. Number one, the floodgates stop from God. Everybody goes back in. Yeah. Rain stops. Everybody goes back in. The floodgates open for Minneapolis city goals and Minneapolis city scores another five goals very easily. I might add it was, it it was getting ridiculous at one point where it was just like, uh, I think uh, Rat Boy was like, "Oh, I think you're scoring another goal." I'm like, "Oh, it's dude, it's four to one. They're not gonna score." And like a minute later, another goal scored. So, uh, so it ended up being six one, uh, and Minneapolis City wins the game and then wins the MPSL North. I have waved the Minneapolis City flag, and I am a murderer. All right, Rose. 
Um, but here there was a watch party technical difficulties. Yeah, so at Utapils, all of a sudden the stream freezes. Now, as a former IT professional, we don't know where the bottleneck was. Was Dan Hoodman downloading a bunch of porn while we're trying to stream this this game? Probably not. You know, were there are a lot of people using the Wi-Fi at Utapils all at the same time to stream some other soccer game? Probably not. Was Deleuze FC stream not have enough bandwidth? Probably so. And so I just feel like even though Twin Stars aren't in the league anymore, we were once again done in by technical difficulties FC. That's fair. Um... We, we, we didn't see the last goal. It was 5-1, and all of a sudden the stream comes back after a, ref a browser refresh, and it's now just stuck on the scoreboard saying 6-1. I mean, also fair, because it, it went from 5-1 to 6-1 very quickly. So it, it would, those were not necessarily... Uh, we didn't miss much. No, you did not miss much. Um, all right. The last uh, the next home game and the last home match, actually, is uh, this Saturday, July 10th at uh, Edward Nelson Field over in uh, at Augsburg versus Joy Athletic. Um MJ, can you tell us, I mean, if we win this game or even if we draw this game, we win a cup, right? Yes, we win the now renamed, formerly Minnesota Cup that was just given to the NTSL North team in a table that was just the Minnesota team. So not counting Dakota Fusion, not counting Lacrosse Aris, not counting South Dakota, sorry, the Sioux Falls Thunder. And if we just keep doing well against Minnesota teams, we win the Minnesota Cup. It has been renamed the Papa Panther Memorial Cup in honor of former Dave and actually still current Dave. Current Dave, yeah. Still Dave. Dave Baker used to be Dave that we know and still is a Dave that we know. Um, uh, our Dave here has two tickets. So if you are interested in going to the game, uh, hit me up at uh, TDAKMN on Twitter. Uh, or at Texas Zeller, I have two free tickets to this game. There's no more games left, so someone please come uh, watch Minneapolis City so SC soccer with me. Uh, and then uh, finally, MCS MC2 beat FC Minneapolis 3-2 in their playoff, uh, their semifinal playoff match. Playoff finals on Wednesday. Uh, I think it's at Augsburg, I would assume. MJ, do you know? The Minneapolis City 2. Minneapolis City 2, yeah. I don't know when the, if they got the home bid for the next playoff game. Okay, so yeah. But playoff, I, on, say, I love every time Minneapolis City can beat FC Minneapolis because FC Minneapolis isn't based in Minneapolis. They don't play in Minneapolis. They, for a while, were based in Wyzetta or Minnetonka, and they play at Osseo, and they're just basically surrounding this one-player coach who really just wants to play football and play um, – I don't know. He wants to promote himself. Yeah. And so it's all about him. And so anytime we can beat FC Minneapolis, great. And that's who they beat in the playoffs. So. All right. This is an audio medium. So I try, I'm going to try to describe what's happening uh, in the uh, smallest window of just the most seductive pole dance ever. Like, no, I'm just really that. 
I'm more wasted than I've ever been wasted before on this podcast. So cheers. We're still going. Um, all right. So here's the thing. I think I I think I need to get I need think I need to get on that poll and I'm gonna I'm gonna rock everybody's pants off on that poll. But you should. But, you but, should. But, 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 it should be but, a new Patreon level. Maybe yes. Well, maybe we'll record it and we'll we'll see. Uh moving on. Uh, Everyone's welcome on this poll. We need to we need to finish this podcast. We only we're so close to being finished. Um, how, did, how did Zeller do this weekend uh, in betting? Not great, Bob. Why were there so many fucking draws this weekend? Why did everybody draw? That was not the plan. No one's supposed to draw. Season. You know what a draw is? A draw is like kissing your like third cousin that you probably kind of like, but you know you probably shouldn't kiss them because it's kind of weird. But it's also like your third cousin, so you and know it's kind of sexy. It's kind of sexy, but it's also like you kinda probably shouldn't do that. Anyways, I've so, been thinking about it. Yeah, so not great is is how I did this weekend. Uh, let's bet this tactical schmactical. We have the Crapids this weekend, Wednesday at eight p.m. our time. We're playing Colorado. Colorado is actually favored in this match. They are uh, minus one twenty-five. Minnesota is plus two seventy-five. A draw is plus two ninety. Over under of goals is two and a half. Over is minus one thirty-five. Under is plus one hundred. Uh, MJ, tell me who you uh, who we should be looking at for Colorado. Andre Shinyashiki from Brazil and Japan and the U.S. Uh, the that dude can, that dude can represent Ghanaian, all three of those countries. The Ghanaian center back, uh, Lala Abubakar. Okay, is very inconsistent, but basically, if he's having a good game, then Colorado's probably playing some pretty good shutdown defense. He he can be really good when he wants to be. And so, uh, you know, like him or hate him, I have lots of respect for the way he plays defense. Lala's Abubakar. Cool. Anybody else? That's, I mean, who, I, don't know. I hope we beat them into the dirt. Kellen Acosta. Who, who else do you want to talk about? Oh, no, no, no. Talk about who, talk about who you want. I mean, Kellen Acosta is, is great. Um, uh, Robin Frazier is, uh, uh, U.S. Men's National Team uh, player, former U.S. Men's U- former U.S. Men's National Team player, um, Jamaican-born. Old news. Uh, <laughs> one of the only black coaches in uh, in MLS right now, um, and he's been a uh, pretty good. He's been a calming presence for this team. Um, Jonathan Lewis also, uh, and Sam Vines, I think, are the two big names that I want to highlight. Those are guys who are Jonathan Lewis and Sam Vines are both on the precipice of being U.S. men's national team, like call-ups for World Cup qualifiers and stuff. Um, I think they're going to, they're both both uh, called up for the Gold Cup roster. And I think uh, Sam Vines as a left back is, uh, I mean, Sam Vines or Chase Gasper. I'm taking Sam Vines 10 out of 10 times, honestly. So um, those guys are, are, yes, very uh, exciting, uh, and then um, I mean William Yarbrough is the other uh, the other name that kind of jumps out. He's a uh, uh, he was a keeper for um, was it Cruz Azul? No, Leon. He was Leon's keeper for a long time. Um, now he's the uh, um, starting keeper for Colorado Rapids. Uh, and then the other one is Diego Rubio. Uh, that guy. Has been around the league. Bullies have to watch out for him. Yeah, that guy's been around forever and uh, seems to 
make Minnesota's life really, really hard. So he could. He, he very well could. Uh, all right. So how should Minnesota United play uh, Colorado? MJ, let's start with you. I don't think we have to have same day travel anymore. So they should travel tomorrow. You know, they should I, get up there early. I think so. I think they. I think they will. Yeah. And if not tonight, you know, they should acclimate themselves to the altitude. And I don't. They should fucking hydrate. And I really. That's really all I care about. Like just. I don't want to say I don't care if we win, lose, or draw because I do care. But let's just have everyone we leave Colorado healthy. Better. It's a fucking midweek game. After with a very short turnaround, can we just make sure we take care of ourselves and not injure any more people? Yeah, we we don't have anything to play for for the not like for next what eleven days or whatever. So yeah, it's, yeah, good good yeah. Perfect idea. Um, I would I would agree. I think uh, Minnesota, the Crapids have been for some reason a bugaboo of Minnesota United, and we just can't beat them. And I don't understand. I don't understand why. Um, we've always generally been a better team than them, and I think, uh, I think you're right. I think if we can get there, get acclimated, um. I think if Adrian Heath is is smart, he uses his five substitutions uh, Amen. liberally, and he plans for certain players to run. So, like, plan for Adrian Hunu to run for forty five minutes, and then Juan Chope is on for him. Yeah. Like, like just straight swaps, just yeah. and just get and just get the players running as much as they possibly can, knowing right. that they're going to be coming off and you know certain certain you know inter- intervals right either it's 45 minutes or it's 60 minutes or it's 75 minutes um just running and, and i think you i think you start ozzy alonzo because ozzy cannot come off the bench we've clearly seen ozzy cannot come off the bench you start ozzy and you you have, not- him go, you have him go for 60 minutes and then you bring someone else in off the bench for ozzy alonzo and i think that could be a recipe for actually winning this game uh, Jess, do you have any other any other thoughts? No. Okay. Not really. I liked what you said. All right. Uh, so who wins? Uh, I'll start first. We I have a, do. You okay? What's the score? Two one. Two one to Minnesota. Us. MJ, who do you got? We lose two to one. Shut up, MJ. Shut oh. up. All right. I, I was, they were winning when I was picking them to lose. Now they now they drew when I no picked, no no MJ MJ never, you don't get to ride on the bandwagon. We rarely win in Denver. This is going to be a loss. We've never won yes. in Denver, so I I'm picking a two two draw. We've never first, won in Denver. First first ever match. Uh, I saw that Minnesota United drew the first ever match. Minnesota ever scored uh a got a got a point in in MLS history was in Colorado. I was at that match. I think it was a one one draw. I'm gonna pick a two two draw for Minnesota. In Colorado. Yeah. Yep, I was in Colorado for that match. So well, I, drew, I say I, yeah. they learned the lesson and they know that they're going to lose. Okay. Bye. Uh all right, let's talk about the rest of the world. <laughs> 
No, you you just picked Minnesota to, to win. What are you talking about? I just picked you are Minnesota so drunk. to win because that's what's going to happen. Okay. Sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, U.S. women's national team. Sorry, I'm just really good at this. U.S. women's national team played in Mexico in two Olympic send-off games. Um, and uh, both at uh, Pratt Whitney Stadium in East Hartford, New Jersey. Uh, MJ, um, we won both those games. Uh, tell us a little bit about them. So the first game was this past Thursday. We won four to nothing against L3 Femenil in the rain. Uh, the first goal was a Christy Mewis to Sam Mewis goal, um, Mewis to Mewis. And then Press scored from a cross from Rapino. Then Heath hits this amazing goal from about 20 yards out. And then Press scored again. So just what you would expect, I actually was quite impressed with the way Mexico played. This is the best I've seen the Mexico women's team played. And I think the coach, uh, whose name I, I forget right now, is doing amazing things with, with Mexico. Um, they played again today on Monday, same place, different time. And uh, they scored four goals again. This time, Haran, Lloyd, Press, and Keith all scored. They're looking good. I would ask this to my colleagues. Do you like that this warm-up is against, you know, a not top 10 in the world opponent going to the Olympics where they can just kind of work on some tactics, build confidence and feel really good? Or would you like to, would you rather than see them like play against a Japan or a Sweden or even let's say an England or a France before heading into the Olympics? Uh, I mean, this is the best team they can get in, uh, in CONCACAF slash South America. So unless they're, unless they're going to uh, England, or France or Japan early. I think this is the best possible thing they could get. Brazil. I mean, again, Brazil. I mean, what, who is Brazil playing against? I mean, are they playing against any other teams? I mean, also, do you want, do you want to play the team that's going to be also in the tournament? You don't want to play teams that are going to be in the tournament. So these, uh, you know, pre qualifier or pre tournament, matches are you're trying to find teams that resemble the teams that you're going to be playing in your group as best you possibly can. Right. So um, maybe Mexico, how they play resembles a lot of what I don't, I don't I don't even Australia. know. What the, what's that? Australia. Oh, I mean, I, I don't think you can mimic Australia or, or many teams, but like, that's what that's that's what the especially what the men's teams do when they are trying to schedule you know the those matches ahead of uh of world cups or euros or whatever is that they try to mimic as many of teams that play the same sort of style as teams are gonna be playing in their groups so i mean it's women's football beggars can't be choosers is what i'm hearing ex- that's pretty much it like the the women's team is is they, they are they're planning to, to like it's fucking they're going to cut throats is what they're going to do. And that is like, that's their fucking job. And so if they, can, if, if they can play a Mexican team and they can like work on tactics, figure out who are the 18 best players on their game day roster. Good. Good for them. 
Well, speaking of other international tournaments, David. Yeah. Uh, so the Euro semifinals uh, are happening. Um, so I, I watched every single Euro game. I think at least it's at least part of it, up until the quarterfinals when I was up in uh, northwestern Wisconsin and I missed all the quarterfinals. I could have watched the England game, but I was at a bar in Cayuga, Wisconsin, which is in like the northwestern part of Wisconsin. And all four TVs were on outdoor TV. And I turned to my wife. Um, so it's the, the bar used to be owned by her family. Um, and so I turned to my wife and we were there celebrating. Uh, we were celebrating her grandfather's life. He had passed away in January. We buried his ashes. It was a fucking fantastic ceremony. Things 50 people were there. We all ended up at, at his, old, his old house um, uh, that he built from hand by hand uh, and then we went to the bar which was like a you know half a mile from his house to like celebrate uh his life and every channel is on the outdoor channel and i was i turned to my wife i was like turned to Anna, i was like hey um would it be weird if i asked the bartender to put on espn so i can watch the Eng- like the england game and she's like oh please don't do that <laughs> please don't do that and then I, I go to my my uh uh her one of her her uncle uh in like her uncle in law or whatever and I was like hey it's like I'm I I, I really kind of want to watch the soccer game I'm like would it be weird if I asked them to put this on ESPN he's like oh please don't do that <laughs> so I got a I got a pretty strong vibe that uh, the outdoor channel is the channel. Uh, for the uh, downtime bar in Cayuga, Wisconsin. If you're ever in Cayuga, Wisconsin, uh, downtime bar, they have a they have a lot of fucking dead animals, either plastered to their walls or on display. So, FYI, if you're ever into into that, uh, so so euros. So I I that's a very long story to get to euros. Uh, Italy versus Spain uh, takes place tomorrow, the sixth. Uh, or probably today when you're listening to this podcast, uh, 2 p.m. Uh, I will be at the Blackheart for this game. Uh, England versus Denmark uh, is on Wednesday, also at 2 p.m. I will probably be at this game for the second half. I'm going to the Twins game, uh, which starts at 12:10, because uh, I made a decision to do that a long time ago, and I regret that. Uh, finals are on Sunday, 2 p.m. Uh, so it'll probably be Italy and England in the final. Italy will probably win. So there you go. Figured it out. Uh, Copa America also kicks off. Plays plays right now. Brazil beat Peru one nothing uh, this this night tonight. Uh, it was a. I only watched like the second half of the second half of this game. So I don't know if you have any. Did you watch this game, MJ? I also only watched the second half of it. <laughs> the second half. Okay. like so i missed the goal i missed most of the important things yeah um, sounds like it sounds like peru kind of got screwed but you know it's it's taking place in brazil so of course they did yeah they were playing at was it rio or sao paulo i i think I, don't think, we, I think they're playing in sao paulo because I, I don't think rio is actually hosting any games and so. apparently there was this extending of the elbow or or upper bicep near the shoulder to to block a goal that probably should have been a handball in the box that they got screwed on. Yeah. I saw a clip of that. 
really hard to see if you're not in the right. There's so many bodies in the box, really hard to see. You know, you could see it on on, on video review. Correct. Um, but it also was not necessarily in the box. It was close to the border of the box. So uh, whatever. Yeah. It, what, when I, by the time I was watching, Peru was so tired. Rodrigo, don't hate me. Their passes were shit. Like they were making the right runs off the ball to create space and then not hitting their pass that accurately. So if you miss your pass by not just two feet, but by like four feet, a Brazil guy is going to be close to the ball and they're going to take it and go the other way. Here's the thing. Peru gets a chance to beat Colombia in the third place match on Friday because Argentina is playing Colombia uh, tomorrow, today, uh, seven, six, uh, that's Tuesday, the sixth at 8 PM. Um, Leo Messi seems like he's on a goddamn rampage to win a yeah. fucking tournament before his time is done. So I'm 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 putting my money on fucking Argentina and Messi uh, to beat uh, Colombia and then beat Brazil. Uh, the third place match, which for some god awful reason, Copa America plays a goddamn third place match, uh, is on Friday at 7 p.m. The final is on Saturday at 10 p.m. Um, so yeah, so check it out. Uh, <laughs> and. Ooh. That's pretty much it, man. That's all we got. Uh, this was hopefully not too long of a goddamn podcast. Uh, please rate review us uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Davesandno.com, patreon.com slash Daves I know at TDIKMN on Twitter. I'm at Texas Zeller. MJ is at MJ Matsui. Jess is at Jessica 1440-8392 because she refuses. She refuses to do this one thing. That would make everybody's life a little easier. I will do also... everything. Everyone makes life easier. All right. <laughs> Just change your goddamn fucking handle. All right. We love you all. Uh, we're the names you know what this is. Long as you do yours, land here become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Who the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Nah, y'all know we can't do nothing at all. Check it out, guys. GT.